Palmer Bear on the edge of the box. Oh, it's a straight-up screamer! Download our app today and enjoy straight-up screamers this FIFA World Cup with great odds, great promos and same-game multi at Palmer Bear. Gamble responsibly. For gambler's help, call 1-800-858-858. This is like the uh, the weekend. This is your footy grand final, boys, isn't it? We're talking about Bathurst this weekend. People have been burying beer on the hills since (laughs) February because of that one case limit, you know, per person per day. It's not enough. It's it, well, uh, we spoke about that a couple of weeks ago, Stevie J and I, because neither <laughs> of us are renowned big drinkers. If I had to down one slab a day, I mean, I know I left Mount Panorama last year in the back of an ambulance. At least that was the final day. Mm. If I had to do a slab a day, I'd be in an ambulance on the way down day one. That'd be it. I couldn't do it. <laughs> I think no I'd offense to you, Maddie. Oh, no offense to Maddie, though. I don't reckon you could do. It. I mean, you're more of a spritzer kind of a guy. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, yeah, Campari a with shandy. a twist of lemon. Shandy sort of a <laughs> guy. And he, he'd struggle with one shandy too. Yeah. He's, he's gone and buried his shandy in February. He Ants would be hard on the West Coast lemonade. Coolers, Jake. West Coast oh, the cooler. West Coast Coolers. How good were they when you were 15, hey? Sensational. I, t- I reckon this bloke would have had a few West Coast Coolers in his time. He won the Australian Touring Car Championships in 93 and 97 while driving for his own team. Never won at Bathurst, boys, but Glenn started from pole position in 94 and 96, finished second three times, but nobody remembers whoever came second. Oh. He came close to winning the race in 95, holding a significant lead in the closing stages, but his engine failed. Nine laps from the finish on our special Bathurst edition mm. of the driver's seat. Ladies and gentlemen, big round of applause, Glenn Seaton. Yeah, thanks, guys. I think I'll go now after that intro. <laughs> <laughs> and you even you even got the you even got the the three audience studio audience <laughs> clapping there. We'll have to uh, yeah. have to put in some applause for that. Hey, Cedo, welcome hey, to I'll, the show, I'll mate. Yeah, thank you. I was listening to the warm-up earlier and you are saying about these one slab. I reckon it's that cold and it's that wet. Some of them campers with tents would have to have three slabs a night to stay, stay sane, I reckon. It's freezing up here. It's like yeah, ice cream. And that's the point. Like uh, We're spread all across the country this weekend, folks. Stevie J and Glenn are at Bathurst. Uh, uh, fifth producer Jason and I are up in sunny and warm Queensland currently. Oh, tell, right. us, tell us about the conditions there, Glenn, because I've been reading and speaking to a few people. It genuinely looks as cold as I've ever Miserable. seen it at Bathurst. Oh, it's, I'll tell you, I was here in 84 and it actually snowed on the mountain that year in 84, just before, not far before the top 10 runoff. So that's what it feels. The chill feels like that now. It's that bloody cold. So the poor buggers that are in tents on the hill, how are they going to survive the night without their three slabs? I don't know how. <laughs> I think uh, I think I would have been burying coffee machines. That's what I would have been doing. Maybe would have been having lattes. <laughs> Well, there's probably one of them up on the mountain. Probably one of them players, Stevie. There is, mate. There is. Hey, mate, we've, uh, you and I have both done, you've done more than me, obviously, but uh, quite a few Bathurst in similar mm. conditions up here. It's, um, sometimes it's not as fun as it looks, is it? And uh, and it's going to be tricky for everyone this weekend, including your young fella uh, who's who's making uh. his debut. Aaron is, is mm. making his debut. And, you know, when you look at, the, do, you, do you look at the, the four-day forecast to go, oh, my God, what have Absolutely. we got ourselves in for? Absolutely. I'm, I'm probably the most worried father on the mountain at the moment, to be honest, <laughs> because um, I know what it's like, and you know, Stevie, what it's like to be here when it's pouring rain. Like, I remember probably the worst time 
that I was throughout my stuff was actually 2000. You would have ran that year. It poured oh, all yes. week. It was awful. And it was pouring all week. I mean, and and, and mm. it was actually uh, only three months after I had a big crash at Philip Owen that was in the rain. Mm. So I was shit scared. And it was pouring <laughs> rain. So I could only just imagine as a rookie, you're going out there to compete in that level of motorsport um, and trying to make a mistake in this sort of conditions. It's actually something that you, as a father, you look at it and go, holy shit, I'm fear for him, fear for him. <laughs> I know. Hey, hey, mate, just, oh, and before I know Matt's got millions of questions to ask you because that's what he yeah. does because he's got the radio head here. <laughs> but before he gets <laughs> in, um, I just want to ask you, like, looking yeah. at that, that, that uh, and for me as a kid, um, and you probably yep. don't know this, but me as a kid, Something that resonated for viewing for Bathurst was you in 1987 in the Nissan in the wet mm. on slicks. Do you? Can you replay that to Aaron and go, hey, mate, here, watch this for the next two weeks before <laughs> Bathurst and, and just emulate that? No, I just tell him, don't do that. Don't do that because I was going to crash that day. I was unlucky. Once down Conrad, it actually got in the grass and I thought, this is all over. I had Fred yelling on the radio uh, at me to slow down. And um, no, I was... I wouldn't advise you to do that, that's for sure. <laughs> so, Cedo, just going back to that, what we were discussing with Aaron and you being the most worried father on Mount Panorama mm. this weekend, uh, mm. but you're also an exceptionally accomplished race driver with a massive history. Mm. Which, which, which takes over? Like, we roll up to the circuit on Friday morning. It's his first session mm. in both development series and or main game. Mm. <laughs> Will you put your arm around him as the dad and give him some advice or do you put your arm around him as the accomplished race driver and give him advice? Which way do you lean? Well, well you should know what it's like. When, it, when you're a father and son and a father puts his hand over the shoulder of the dad, uh, mm. over, over the shoulder of the son and says, son, you shouldn't do this, you shouldn't do that, beware of this, beware of that, and they turn around and go, yeah, dad, good on you. How would you know? <laughs> That's the sort of response i'll get so i'll right. just be saying mate just go out there and enjoy it and just do the best you can do um and try and stay off those uh, fences that's that's the simplest message you can give them um and that look the good thing about it is he's going to get an opportunity to run through that super two stuff so he'll get a fair bit of miles even in these conditions so it'll probably take a bit of that anxiety out by the time <laughs> he gets into the main game car and yeah probably depending what the strategy will be of if he has to start the race or he doesn't have to start the race that will be when the stress will sort of lay in if you've got to actually go out there and be a rookie and start the race and pour and rain that will be the stress time for probably him and i to be honest well i think and that's um sorry matty i was just saying that's probably where the super two stuff glenn is going to be a real help because he's going to get a massive heads up on the track and the conditions and, and what to do and, and, and what to look out for because, you know, I've, I've got a feeling, mate, and I don't know if you, got, if you agree, but there's, I think there's yeah. going to be quite a few mistakes made between Thursday practice tomorrow and the Sunday morning race with the conditions that the way they are. Absolutely. There's no doubt about that, Stevie. And uh, like at the end of the day, it's, um, it's one of those circuits you, you try and take a little bit and you end up with a lot of damage and a lot of um, things can happen. So, no, I think he'll be quite sensible about it. He's he's got a quite a reasonable, good approach about what his what his job is. His job is there to return the car back to Jack um, throughout his stints and and let Jack do the work. To be honest, so that's naturally would be the direction he'll be pushing in. And that's uh, I think his common sense that he's been racing long enough now. He's done a lot of wet racing, um, so I don't think he'll struggle with it. Has he done much supercar testing in the wet, Glenn, over the years? I mean, I know he was a DJR 
working on the spanner side for a while, and I saw him in mm. a couple of uh, couple of days doing rides and that kind of stuff. But I, I yeah. has he had days this year where he's actually had the supercar in the wet? Uh, yeah, we did. Uh, well, Eastern Creek early in the year was uh, was a wet, wet round. Um, mm-hmm. Eastern Creek at the end of last year was a wet round. Um, he's done some ride days in the ZBs in um, in wet conditions, so he doesn't feel he's uncomfortable ready. in the wet. It's, yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. He's certainly ready. We've done quite. We did quite a few runs in the um, Trans Am cars or TO2 cars mm-hmm. in the wet. Um, we did a lot of racing in Porsches in the wet. So, and one of them was here at Bathurst. So. Um, I, I don't think it'll be too much of a problem for him. It'll be just more about, um, I suppose, the being the rookie, the uh, the expectations he, he wants on himself to be able to perform and, and being able to manage that and not get over-pressured himself and, and, and do a good job. That's that's what he's got to, got to focus on, that he needs to come out of this and just do a, a good, solid job without uh, making uh, any trouble, any, any uh, mistakes, to be honest. All right, you're listening to The Driver's Seat with uh, Stevie J and Matt McKeld. And, and for Penrite, we're chatting to Glenn Seaton. So, Glenn, uh, tell me, th- this is a big one for Aaron. Um, and, uh, you mm-hmm. know, we could, with this interview talking to you, we could sit here and we could talk for hours and hours about your career. Mm-hmm. But, you know, literally, Aaron's the next one through. Um, mm-hmm. How do you think he's going to handle the pressure of this? I've raced against him a couple of times and he seems like the mm-hmm. coolest coolest good-natured sort of bloke um mm. but i know he's very disciplined and has, is he putting pressure on himself do you think at the moment or is he pretty well just open see what happens dad see how we go i think it's it's, it's probably like any race driver or any racer that wants to try and make it in the sport um you always put that pressure on yourself when you when you try and get a result and you're trying to move forward so i don't see that any different than any young kid that's going to come through the sport that's going to try as hard as they can and they're going to make mistakes on the way and that's just part of the sport I made a lot of mistakes everyone's made a lot of mistakes on their way and um but I think he's like at the end of the day he's been racing since he was seven in go-karts um he's 24 now we've done a lot of racing we've done right Mm. through from speedway to um Porsche racing to Trans Am to production car racing to um Super 2 so he's certainly done the miles um and this is a big weekend for him. There's no doubt about that. But he, he, he wants to get a good result. And I think he'll be quite sensible about it because he's probably at that age where he's at 24 now. You've, you, you've really matured in your racing driving, mm. uh, I think. And um, I think he'll do a pretty good job for him. There's no doubt. And, Glenn, he's, he's obviously driving for uh, Matt Stone Racing and the same yep. team that he obviously runs Super 2. So... Uh, different cars there um, with regard, obviously, the, the Jack's cars are ZB. Since he's been driving that, does he feel much difference between the two cars, even though they're technical, they're run by the same same team? And essentially, they should be the same under the bodywork, but the bodywork is, is the, the governing factor there. What's what's his feeling between the difference in his Super 2 car to the main game car? Yeah, he certainly does, Steve. And, and where the big part of it he really notices the aero difference. He said the actual ZB is actually easier to drive and it's more comfortable to drive. It's less floaty. Um, it's less, more, much more secure in the rear. Um, that's where the, the Super 2 cars, because they're much lower downforce, is where they're very edgy. So across the top of the mountain, um, the, the VFs are very edgy and very taily, very loose. Um, and this car, based on what he's experienced so far with having a run in the ZB, they'll be much more secure. So it'll be 
probably a better car. It'll certainly be a better car in the wet, and it'll certainly be a better car over a race distance to be able to drive compared to the um, the VF will be. So that's the sort of things I think will play to him a little bit too, because he's he's driving. He's going to be had those experiences that uh, that do feel like a much easier car to drive. Cito, um, we, we've run out of time. We thank you very much for all of your time on Pleasure. this weekend. But before I go, uh, little known story, Cito and I were, uh, I think, racing mini challenge maybe against each other yeah, at some we stage. Were. We, were on, uh, we were on Magnetic Island one weekend. How did you That's fit it? into a mini? I, I fit into a mini. <laughs> Shut your face. Okay. Anyway. And the, and, and the only reason Cito saw, saw the back bumper of your car is because it was lapping you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Go easy, Johnson. So, so we're uh, we're out at dinner. We may have had. It was a reverse red, Stevie. It was a reverse. Oh, reverse <laughs> <laughs> oh, drive by from Seaton. That's so good. Uh, we're out at dinner, and at that stage, the legend that is Glenn Seaton did not have a Bathurst Trophy in his cupboard, amongst no. anything he's he's driven there. And uh, yeah. I think our great mate Wade Orange was doing something around the table. I can't remember what yeah. it was. And I think the, the question was asked of Mr. Seaton, Mr. Seaton, what do you think about Matt? What are your thoughts on Matt? And he said, fig jam. He said, F is good. Just ask him. <laughs> At which point I said, Hey, Glenn, don't be salty. Do you want to borrow a couple of my Bathurst trophies? So I gave the legend a drive-by. <laughs> and then ironically, ironically, the very next event we went to Bathurst, he was in a touring car, Masters car, and you won your trophy, I remember, and you and I were walking out of the media centre together and you almost whacked me with a trophy and said, I got one! <laughs> That was uh, a ripper. very true and uh, a very enjoyable time of um, racing in the minis and racing with you and and the uh, and the good times we had together doing that sort of stuff is um, really good. That's that's the part of motorsport I've really enjoyed is mm. probably doing it after my career of the full time mm. side of it has been really enjoyable to to do those sort of events and and get around and have a, have some good races with some with some good people. It's mm. been really good. TA two and Trans Am, we've all been around, haven't we? It's been good. So there, uh, Matt. I pumped up your ego a bit at the end. Mate, thanks for that. I appreciate it. <laughs> he doesn't need it. I tell you what, guys. I got, I got, I got two other monkeys in here that'll smash my ego pretty quickly. Let me tell you. I do, I do want to, mate. On a serious note, Glennie, I'll, and I'll obviously see you and Aaron on the weekend. But all the best to Aaron. Hope he has a cracking yeah, debut absolutely. at Bathurst yeah, thanks, and um, and really nails it because um, you know. It started big things, and, and I remember it, my first one in 94, and it was exactly the same. So fingers yeah. crossed that he goes well, mate, and, uh, and has a, a really enjoyable week. Yeah, thanks, Stevie. And it uh, won't be long before Jet's there because he's doing a sensational job in, um, in Trans Am and TO2, and um, he's definitely got the talent to do it, and there'll be uh, the, the third generation of Johnson there not too far away, I reckon. Thanks, I got told I got told that the, the talent skips a generation, so it went from my dad to <laughs> Australian motorsport legend Glenn Seaton. Thanks for your time uh, on the driver's seat. Thanks, Thanks, Cito. Thanks, Cito. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 21 91.